0: Welcome to Comic Chaos, a weekly look at the world of comic books, pulp fiction, movies, TV, and anything else that uh, blows the air up our skirts on a weekly basis. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and of course, the iHeartRadio podcast system. With over 250,000 podcasts, this one is Comic Chaos. Welcome to Comic Chaos. I'm Fred LaFeva. That's Jim Beard on the other side of the plexiglass. We're recording this on Saturday this week, so we're just ahead of Halloween. And at some point in the show, we'll talk a little bit about scary movies. But Jim brought in a small post-it note, uh, which apparently has written more than uh, 100 different items that he wants to talk about today. So, why don't you take a look at it? You figure out what your priorities are, and let's go with that.
1: I have here in my formerly DC Comics stained fingers. (laughs) That was pretty good, actually. (laughs) The big news, yeah, uh, in in terms of DC, is that James Gunn, director, creator James Gunn, has Mm -hmm. jumped ship. And gone over to D.C. He has been announced as the head of D.C. Films. Can't remember the exact title. With some other guy, and I can't remember who that other guy is because okay. I didn't recognize his name.
0: But So is that supposed to—and I saw the headlines. Is it supposed to impress I didn't, you? I didn't read the story, no. <laughs> yeah. So why is that important? I mean, big deal. So uh, he, they're switching producers, directors, whatever, heads of departments.
1: Now he did do uh, the last suicide squad movie with DC but he's okay. really I think more known for doing all the guardians of the Galaxy stuff for for Marvel so so two of those movies and a few other things that are coming up the third movies in the works right mm-hmm. now. So this was kind of a surprise at least I think that he would be named and that uh, that he would want to do that Being money that I think of him yep yeah, yep yeah, sure money sure sure. All
0: that money, and, and for guys like that, creative control.
1: Yeah, well, d- yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah.
0: if somebody else, even though he produced or directed or whatever, yeah. uh, if somebody else actually had end-of-line creative control on yeah. how edits would be done and all that kind of stuff, yeah. That's a really good reason for a guy like that to leave. Yeah,
1: and and there was that one moment where he was actually, for the most part, fired by Marvel. They, it was one of those cases where I think he they found some old tweets of his, you know, oh that Lord, thing how that really? happened, or, or that he had said something. And during that time, he went and then he did the Suicide Squad movie mm-hmm. with with uh, uh, ah. DC, but then Marvel said all is forgiven, and he came back and he started working with them again. The one thing that I really love is that uh, when they, You know, went to him and said, you know, give us some comment Mm -hmm. on there, whatever. And he said, the first person that he called was Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel (laughs) Studios, to tell him. Probably said, like, dude, I love you, but I can't work for you anymore. I'm going to be exclusive with DC. Gotta go. So
0: we don't know if he had uh, because sometimes these things happen behind the scenes before they make the announcement. Yeah. We don't know if he had his fingerprint on Black Adam at all, because like I said, that was kind of a universal feel or to it, you know? A Marvel or a Marvel, Marvel feel to, feel it, to yeah. it.
1: No, I, I mean, I don't know. I've never really looked into it. Not that I heard anything like that at all. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, is that, like I said, he's got uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in production is right it in production
0: now. or in post-production? It's, it's,
1: if I remember correctly, it, all principal photography is done, and it's in, yeah, in so post-production, post. right. Okay. Um, I'm not sure where it's landing in next year's schedule. Mm-hmm. But that's very interesting because... He'll he, I mean, he, I'm sure he said to DC, I have to finish this film. I'm contractually yeah. obligated to finish this film uh, for for Marvel. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, at first I was kind of like, oh, no, I don't really want him to go over to DC. But now I'm starting to think, no, maybe he's what DC needs. Sure. Uh, and it's better. it's The thing
0: is, well, because normally on my radio show, I focus on businesses. This is good for us. Yeah. Okay, because it improves D.C., Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, the Marvel Universe isn't going to get hurt. They've got really good people there already, and they'll just bump somebody up from probably inside the company. Yeah. So now you'll have two really good franchises, hopefully, hopefully. to fulfill all your comic book dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's <laughs> That's, a good way that's to how I it. would look at it. You know, that means the that means Superman and Batman yeah. and any other of those characters are going to get better movies, mm-hmm. and Marvel will still already have some things in the works, so those will be good. Mm -hmm. You'll have two really good franchises out there.
1: The other thing is is that uh, Gunn is known for uh, putting the humor into those Guardians of the Galaxy movies. There's a lot more in there than some of the other Marvel movies Mm -hmm. And, and a lot of people think like, wow, maybe he can lighten up yeah. the DC films. Now, you've said it, I've seen a lot of other people say it, that Black Adam had its fair share of humor. Yes, it did. And I was thinking back to when I went to see Ma- Man of Steel all those years ago, that there's I I think there's one moment where there might be a sort of joke. You know, it's, that, it, it's like They it took themselves too seriously. That's what I love about Marvel films, is that they balanced everything. You got the humor and the drama and everything and it was all balanced well, so maybe he can... Yeah, bring a little bit more of that sensibility See, and I think to. to and,
0: and you like that also, even in your comic books and your mm-hmm. different eras. Because I noticed on Facebook today, you posted about a new Batman. Uh, I think it was. Yeah, it's, it's reprinting all
1: the Silver Age yeah, stuff. Which and that is you 50s, really 60s, like it. Yeah,
0: and the cover itself showed some humor right off the bat, and yeah. that's I think that's why you
1: like those because they're when it, when, when, all of those. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's funny, even though when it went, when, when I uh, was growing up in the 70s, that was when the when comics got more serious. That was when relevance mm-hmm. came in. You yeah. know. And it's funny. But but uh, there was still a lot of humor in that. thing. So this is interesting. This leads right into my next point here on mm-hmm. my sticky note, which is the Guardians of the Galaxy oh, holiday God. special. The trailer dropped. Yeah, I didn't watch, a I'm not gonna watch the
0: trailer. I'm not going to watch the trailer. I'm not going to watch the show because i have bad memories of star wars christmas so <laughs> well, i'm star just wars gonna, holidays i'm going to base it on uh, that you cannot take uh, space characters and put uh, them into christmas
1: okay here's how they're doing it from mm. what i gather from the trailer okay Peter Quill, who is Mm -hmm. Star-Lord, he is down in the dumps because Gamora's girlfriend is gone. She's been gone since Infinity War and uh, 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 Endgame. And so his crew members, his fellow crew members say... Uh, hey, it's Christmas on Earth. We need to get him a Christmas present. That'll cheer him up. And they decide that the thing that will cheer him up the most is Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I yeah. mean, normally just bacon would cheer most people up. You know, I mean, I would cheer me up. But, <laughs> but so I love this. Uh, uh, Drax. And uh, Mantis okay. go to Earth, and they go to the home of Kevin Bacon, and they're like knocking on the door and ringing the doorbell and trying to get him on the the speaker, and then they decide to break into his house, and it, of it really is Kevin Bacon, and uh, I, I love it. it. Came up on the screen, you know, this Christmas, blah 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 blah, and then it said introducing Kevin Bacon <laughs> as if he was like yeah a nobody new actor. knows him. And, yeah.
0: <laughs> this will give him another six degrees of yeah, right. being In this, right. movie. I mean,
1: we're getting like one degree maybe yeah. now, but yeah, they're actually chasing after Kevin Bacon because he thinks it's aliens after him. Of course, well, and, they are. Yeah, and uh, we assume that uh, Peter does get to meet Kevin Bacon. Well, oh, yeah, this. I mean, how are yeah. they going to do the show if he doesn't get to meet <laughs> Kevin? Well, Bacon? wouldn't that be funny if that it was like he keeps missing him, and then by the end he still doesn't get to meet? Nah, Kevin Bacon. that's not that's not good.
0: He'll he'll have <laughs> to he'll have to run into him at some point or the, but um, I guess my question would be: Are they going to bring uh, Peter down to Earth, or are they going to yeah. take Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon out to space? Space, he
1: can't survive in I, space. Well, I think if no, I, they stick him in a spaceship or a spacesuit, he'll be he'll be just fine. Mm. I think that would be the funniest thing of all: is that if they take him out to <laughs> out to space. The only other thing I I can assure you uh-huh. will
0: happen uh-huh. is there will be a dance off. <laughs> yeah. There will be. And and it will be to foot loose. Okay. (laughs) Seriously, there's no way that (laughs) there's no way that they cannot do Uh, that scene if they're gonna have Kevin Bacon in the show. That's funny. You know it's gonna
1: happen. Yeah, that's really, really funny. I think it's what I like is that Kevin Bacon is is a good sport that he's playing himself in. He he probably loves it, it, okay keeps his name out there <laughs> even though they're kind of it's they're kind of making fun of the fact that Kevin Bacon's Heyday was a long time ago, like in the 80s.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but he still, I mean, he admires him. He's like the greatest actor ever, (laughs) according to him. So Bacon's going to love that, I'm sure. That's so great. Just like I love Bacon. Well, not Kevin, but the regular Bacon. We'll be back in a minute. Just stay where you're at. All right, we're back for segment two of this week's uh, Comic Chaos. As I said, we're recording on Saturday before. Halloween, so hopefully you'll listen to it before Halloween. What else is on your little note there, your post-it note?
1: The next thing is a bigger trailer was dropped, and that would be Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania.
0: I got confused by it. There was so much going on, and and mm. I don't know. There was mm. just I, it didn't pique my interest as much as I thought it would. But I like the characters. It,
1: it yeah, it kind of. It was disappointing a little bit to me. Really? I think I don't know if it's because I've become jaded now, and I expect these trailers to really just blow me away every single time. Yeah. But the, but I watched this one and I went, eh, okay. I, I didn't really see anything that makes me go, wow. I can't wait for that movie to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it has Kang in it, who a version of that character was in uh, at the end of the Loki television series. Right. Uh, It's bumped up the part of Michelle Pfeiffer. She plays Janet Van Dyne. They rescued her at the the end of the last Ant-Man movie, and it looks like she's really a bigger part of it now. And then it also really is um, bumping up the character of Scott's daughter, Cassie, yeah, in she's the, older. In right this one. in the comic books, because of that that jump of five years mm-hmm. because of the Infinity War Endgame thing. In the comic books, she's actually a superhero, and and they show in the really? trailer that she gets suited up in a suit that's similar to Ant Man and the Wasp. She I wondered is,
0: why she was doing yeah. that. Okay, it, in
1: the comics, she her superhero name is. Stature, because she can she 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 tends to gr- get big, okay, instead of the growing small like Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. So they so she's called stature. Whether or not they'll do that in in this or not, I don't know. And then you can see Bill Murray really quickly in the in the trailer. I guess he's down As... in the quantum realm. We don't know. Like, it's uh, all Bill it was, Murray in the quantum realm. I guess realm. so. He, uh, all he says is he, or like, he sees Janet and he recognizes her because she oh. spent how many years caught in the quantum mm-hmm. realm? So, we really don't know what that part is. But another little n- news thing came out. I think it was today, actually, that there is an actor. Who they announced is in the movie, but they are keeping a tight l- lid and secrecy on his role. Hmm. So everybody thinks that he's maybe gonna play Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. Who's the actor? I, you I, you know what? I don't know the okay. actor at, at all. He was real nerdy looking and whatever he was in, like oh, he yeah. had like big kind of horn rimmed glasses and just kinda you know who he reminded me of? The um um the old sitcom. Um, uh, shoot, what's the one with uh, not uh, not rerun, not rerun. Uh, That's what's happening. What's happening? That's it. the The main kid. You remember he had like oh, big yeah. glasses. Oh yeah, Raj. Raj. That's who this actor—like, if they remade that sitcom, they could have this actor play that part. Really? Yeah, that's who he reminded me All of right, exactly. I'll have to
0: go back and watch the trailer then to yeah, to see I, and look up I, some information I don't information think that's
1: what they're going to do. A, a good friend of mine, is is he's just totally sold on the idea that they're going to have the Fantastic Four debut in this movie, Quantumania. Mm. I don't think that's a way that they should do it, and I really will be— surprised You'd be if they disappointed do it that way. if they did. I think you just so. want to
0: see him introduced somewhere though. I just want though. to see him
1: introduced somewhere. But yeah, I'm, I would be kind of disappointed if that was the way that they were going to do it, unless it's something so spectacular. But. Again, I walked away going, eh, maybe the next trailer will be better. But I, I sort of saw it as. Well, like, I bet hmm. if uh, I bet if they get a lot of feedback like that, they'll recut one. Here's the funny thing: Marvel's doing all these different things, and people are complaining. But the, that all came out of the fact that that Marvel was getting a lot of uh, shade uh, for doing the same thing over yeah. and over again. Uh, they even make fun of it in She-Hulk. Sh- that was at the end of She-Hulk. She said, yeah. no, no, no. We always hear about, like, Marvel movies all end the same. They all mm-hmm. go the same path. So it was so funny. That's how I, I watched that trailer. And I, I thought, this is like the old-fashioned Marvel <laughs> way of doing <laughs> Well, we're already saying old-fashioned Marvel Studios wow. well, movies, you know. Yeah. been 20 years, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, like that. Almost 15, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. What,
0: the, what else, what else oh, do you have um, on This list?
1: just came out today that a um, a Vision series is now in development. I saw your post. At I didn't Marvel get a Studios. chance to read yeah. it. Starring Paul Bettany again. Okay. Uh, he uh, Vision was back at the end of WandaVision, except he was all white, mm-hmm. and he has all of the memories and everything from the original Vision, mm-hmm. but he zoomed off, and we have no idea where he went. So this is called Vision Quest and there was hmm. actually a comic book storyline a long while back called Vision Quest so okay. they're going to be kind of emulating that. I'm so glad that Paul Bettany is going to be back in that and if I remember correctly it's the same writer as WandaVision. Okay. Which I oh, love so that it might continuity be a little quirky too. then. Yep. Okay. That's what I'm that's what I'm really really hoping
0: I wonder if they'll bring uh who's the uh, witch that uh
1: Oh Agatha. Well Agatha, you know yeah. she's still supposed to be getting her own series. It's I haven't heard anything more about it though yeah, since no, they kind of they, announced um, it. back when D twenty three they when they were putting up like the schedule mm-hmm. It's still on the schedule, but they changed the subtitle, and I can't yeah. remember what they changed the subtitle to. But it looks like that's still going to happen. Although it really is the series that nobody really asked for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I they got they got it. money to spend, so that's yeah. how they're doing it. Yeah. I didn't what answer. else do you have on your list? Um, j- uh, just that um, there's been how many more trailers for Wakanda Forever, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yeah.
0: I mean, I want to see it. Yeah. I'm just tired. I I don't even watch the trailers. Anymore. I don't. I I watch totally the first one. That's that. it.
1: But I do have my. T- it.
0: Yeah, I I'm know you do. Going you Thursday, really are I'm actually enthusiastic going Thursday about that evening. one.
1: Yeah, I don't... I, because it has an Amor in it, for one thing, and he's one of my most favorite yeah. Marvel characters. Interestingly enough, they you can see a Black Panther more clearly in the trailer, and mm-hmm. it does look like it's a female. But mm. there's like four different main female characters in this movie, so it could be any one of them. We don't know. It just had its... um. It's a big premier, like Hollywood pr- premiere yeah. where all the stars and everybody goes to it. A, this is really kind of cool. I have a connection to this. A guy that I've worked with a couple times now. He did the X Files anthology. He's in my Planet of the Apes book. Oh, Jonathan Mayberry actually got invited to the premiere because they are using two or three th- uh, concepts that he created when he wrote some really? Black Panther comics years ago wow. are actually being introduced in the movie and they invited him and he got to go to the the red carpet premiere and be Does in he the have middle to of I I don't know how NBA. that works yeah i mean right well, was now was he able to tell you anything n- no he he posted about it and he, all he said okay. was like Movie's fantastic. I love it. I can't believe that I was seeing stuff that I created up there on the screen. That's gotta be characters so and cool. concepts. And and he, you know, he's just this. so. A if you go habit. back mm-hmm. and
0: look at his Black Panthers. You'll be able to figure out maybe what's... Well, what yeah. They...
1: Um, yeah, I mean, he already said which characters. Okay. But, um, but when, you know, it's funny. When he was writing it, Shuri, the, the little sister of Black, the original Black Panther, mm-hmm. she was Black Panther at that time. I remember you saying that before, yeah. So a lot of people think that's the way it's going to go. I don't think that's the way it's going to go in this, hmm. no. Um, I'm in the uh, uh, camp of the theory that they're going to bring back Killmonger from the dead and that he's going to be the new black panther
0: i don't i hate it when they do that though when they just they come up with some weird excuse to bring people back from the dead just to get them in the next movie
1: i hear you but the interesting thing is is that he is very much like the namor character In his attitude and tone and everything. And I could see the Wakandans mm. having him to go up against Namor because they're very similar okay. in battle. So, I don't Or know. We'll maybe see. he didn't really die. I mean, did yeah. we actually I mean, see him that. die, die? Uh, yes, we did or see him die like and they actually buried death. him at sea. Ah. Oh, yeah. So, see? See? They buried him at sea. And they think that maybe the Atlanteans have his body and somehow do something to him and bring him they back to life. Can- do
0: that. Mm-hmm. The Atlantians Atlanteans have that Atlanteans, kind of technology. They yes, they do
1: have that technology. Yes, that's where yeah. filet
0: of soul came from. <laughs> they uh, they can do that. S o u l. Yes, the, the
1: filet of soul. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Well, let's see that's going to be a good. One. I don't have my ticket yet. I'm going to wait, um, not for reviews or anything. I'm going to go. But uh-huh. uh, I like going to the matinees now. Uh-huh. Um, that's what I because, normally do. Because, one, it's cheaper for me. Yeah. Well, and, and actually, sometimes I get my ticket for free. Yeah. And there are just hardly any anybody else in the studio, in the, in the that's theater. That's what I normally so do. So I get to pick the seat I want mm-hmm. without any
1: trouble at all. Mm-hmm. And I like to sit dead center, you know? that. That's me. I, I picked Thursday evening because I was supposed to go with a few other people, and now they're not going. So I'm just I'm not going to switch. It By yourself. Just Aww. It'll be okay. Get yourself. Extra It'll be fun seeing clone. that one in in a theater with a lot of people. I oh
0: heck think. yeah, absolutely! All right, hang on, we'll be back with segment three in just a moment. Welcome to segment three yeah. on Comic Chaos. I'm Fred LaFeva. That's Jim Beard uh, over there. The other thing that you haven't mentioned yet, maybe it's not even on your list, is the uh, is the new Star Wars animated series.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I started to watch Tales it. Tales of the Jedi. Yeah, I, I, that. I don't know. That animation mm-hmm. is this kind of animation. I don't like. Okay, that's that's all it was. The yeah.
1: story, eh? It's it's okay. computer. It's CGI. It's computer. I really don't like it. I really don't animation. like it at all. Um,
0: when they've sh- shot close, because in the first episode there's a baby, uh, and so when they shot close on the baby, I don't know. It's just it's too flat. Hmm. There's no detail on people's faces and hmm. things as much as I would like. Okay. Uh and the way they move. Um you know when That's the, what uh, bugs me is when they walk. Yeah, they, when the old lady can't was seem moving to be
1: doing, they can't seem to get characters like human le- characters, yes. two-legged characters to walk more realistically yes uh, and so that really, that's when it breaks down yeah. for me and that
0: bothered me but you watched yeah. all six right i all did six episodes, um
1: and i'm glad that i did because there was one moment that i didn't much care for otherwise i walked away from it really enjoying it now really? i okay. did not watch the clone wars which is all like the same thing. right and rebels um and a lot of this is based why in, couldn't in you I just didn't care to. I oh okay. Back in the day, I was like, I didn't right. because it was animated. It was like I right. said, eh. well, but it's available. I mean, you oh, could go back if Disney you Plus wanted I to. Watch yeah. every bit of it. But yeah. the cool thing was is that, except for one moment, I didn't feel lost because it was a lot hmm. of the episodes were tying into the films. Okay. Um, there was one. One of the episodes was weaving in and out of the events of Phantom Menace. And oh. then one of the other ones was going kind of in and out of during the attack of the clones, mm-hmm. uh, and and then a little bit into the end of Revenge of the Sith. Um, so it, basically, these episodes follow two characters, Ahsoka, right, and that TV show is being made right now. Should be out sometime next year. Okay. and then the Christopher Lee character, Count mm-hmm. Dooku, yeah. Um, and and the stories were great. It was at the end of one of the ahsoka once called practice makes perfect that they were kind of jumping a little bit in time and then we hit the very end and what was going on i said wait a minute what i don't understand what's going on here Uh and it was it was because i didn't watch clone wars okay and that's when i said now wait a minute this was all very friendly to (laughs) somebody who hasn't been watching it like me (laughs) it was all it was accessible okay yeah, and I kind of thought of that too while it was going on. And then suddenly we hit a point where I said, "No, wait a minute. I don't really know what's going on here. Why is that mm-hmm. doing this or whatever?" And I had to go like look it up. I sh- I shouldn't okay. I don't feel I should have had to do that. I should have right. I was understanding everything going on in that episode by only knowing the movies and Kind of where we've seen Ahsoka in Mandalorian, so okay. I kind of knew what was going on. And then it hit a point where I'm like, oh, I don't really get that. Why? Is and when that you went to like look it up,
0: did it go all the way back to Clone Wars? Was it? It, something it that had did. To do with
1: uh, well, it's during. It's during. Um, uh, revenge of the sith it's when okay. emperor palpatine when he declares himself emperor and then he enacts uh order 66 right when all the troopers turn on the jedi mm-hmm. and there was a bit in there with ahsoka and a trooper that remained loyal to her and they mm. walked into a room and she was acting like she was a prisoner and i'm like it just jumped into that and i'm like i have no idea what's going ah, on here. okay so i found out easily enough but I didn't feel like I you know it took kind of took me out of it yeah other than that I was surprised at how much I enjoyed that series I kind of would say watch it
0: yeah I well think, see and I, and I might go I might go back I mean, it's, it's always just, gonna be it's there the animation style yeah that I really really don't like.
1: You, you know what's nice about them, though, Fred. It's they're only like seventeen minutes long. Yeah, it's not we're that real huge short. of an investment. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> you don't have to put up with the animation. No, for, I watch other it, things it, that are it, a lot it, longer than that. Yeah, even more boring. uh I'm looking forward for like another you know season of it, and it actually explains some things about that Count the Count Dooku character. Mm-hmm that that we kind of always wonder. The other cool thing is is that it brought back some actors for v- the voices. Oh, the voice work, yeah. They actually had Ian McDiarmid who plays the Emperor mm-hmm. in the movies. He did the voice of the oh, that's of Palpatine cool. in in that, and then at one point they had Qui-Gon Jinn, and that was Liam Neeson. Oh. oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, the lady that does the voice of Ahsoka for the Clone Wars, she's not the one that has become Ahsoka for the, she's not Rosario right. Dawson. Right. Uh, Ashley Eckstein, she was able to come back and do Ahsoka. I had for read, these. Yeah, yeah, I had read that someplace, because yeah. I I had been looking
0: stuff up in the first episode, I wanted to be sure I was on the right track with it, that. It was so. fun.
1: I was really glad. I was just I. I basically said, Oh, okay, it's a new Star Wars thing. I've got some time. I'll watch mm-hmm. it. And and then I was like, Oh, these are really fun. I really enjoyed yeah.
0: these. Well, I saw two really uh, cool things over the week over the last couple days, actually. Um, one, if you have Netflix, and you're listening and you have Netflix. All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, I saw you post about that. And This is new, brand new. Whew. Wow! Yeah. In fact, the guy who plays Zemo Mm -hmm. in the Marvel universe. Okay.
1: Oh yeah, that guy.
0: Yeah, he's in this movie. Oh. As the guy who eventually signs the surrender papers Mm -hmm. uh, for Germany, Uh, but of course that's not the story, and everybody knows how the story ends—the German surrender, you know, in the Forest of Compiègne. Yeah. Um, So we all know how everything goes. (laughs) But the '30s version, just
1: like in Andor. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: the the thirties the thirties version was always good, but it, it it it's kind of like watching a, a John Wayne World War Two movie and comparing it to Saving Private Ryan, where they were uh, able to be so um, grisly, I guess is a good word yeah, for it. Okay, yeah. where you saw guys get shot in the head. Yeah, um, when they were storming the beach. I mean, it gave mm-hmm. you a sense. Of reality. Mm -hmm. Well, this All Quiet on the Western Front is in German. All German actors, all right. Uh, German production. Entire German production. Okay, yeah. It's in German. So you have to read the subtitles. Wow. It's not nearly as hard as you think. Okay. And quite frankly, there's, I mean, if you added up all the dialogue, Uh there really isn't as much dialogue in some dramas that you see on TV where yeah. they have to keep it going because the action is on the actors' faces, what they're seeing, how they're responding, the, the uh, fights and everything else.
1: I hate to say this, but I guess I'm not up on my All Quiet on the Western Front. Is the original novel from the point of view of a German soldier?
0: I don't remember if it is or not.
1: Cause that's very interesting. If the yeah. Germans made a World War One movie, but they were like the quote unquote the bad guys. Yep. Well, in the, they, the, yeah. How, like, it, did they put a spin? Well, on that's that interesting. Or try no, they didn't. History, they or, didn't.
0: Or, yeah. No, they didn't try to put a spin on it. Like, huh. oh, look, we're invading everybody else, and so everybody else is fighting back. Yeah. The story of the of the Western Front is that very early in the war, in the first couple months of the war. The Western Front was established, Mm -hmm. and it stayed that way Mm -hmm. until the very end of the war. Mm -hmm. I mean, basically, these guys fought for yards of land back and forth, back and forth, and it was basically the exact same line at the end of the war. It's in France.
1: It was in France, right?
0: And um, when it was over, I looked up a couple things because it kind of surprised me. Um, There was, there were people being killed right up until 11 a.m. on the 11th day of the 11th month Hmm. they had signed the armistice they had made notice to everybody hey look at 11 o'clock we're this is done we're done Mm -hmm. and a lot of troops realized that and said well great then (laughs) we're done shooting (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay but the last guy who got killed um like two minutes before 11 o'clock uh in real life was a canadian soldier Hmm. And um, and in the movie, they changed that a little bit, of course. Well, what
1: did they do about non-German characters? Were they speaking German? I don't think... Well, the only other
0: language, come to think of it, was uh, French. Okay. When they met in the train car to sign.
1: So... I, I hate... The, it's like... My World War One knowledge is really lacking compared to World War Two, but we yeah. got like the United States got into World War One very late, really, really mistaken, late, really late,
0: uh, and they mention it. The okay. you know that two hundred and fifty thousand Americans are landing, yeah. you know, every month. Look, yeah. we we know we're losing. Everybody knows we're losing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why aren't we signing papers? Let's go. And, you know, have an agreement. Let's negotiate, blah, blah, blah. And the French yeah. were like, negotiations. <laughs> Who don't negotiate? You sign this. You know, right. which, of course, all the stuff they signed right. ended up causing World War II. Right, right, so, yeah, right. You got that going for you, which is nice.
1: So, was this as a series of episodes, or was, no, it, was it one was full movie-length, really thing. long okay. movie? It oh, was very
0: over two and a half hours.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: um, mm-hmm. But it was really, man, the cinematography was so well done. The acting is great. Um, Who and is it, in it, the
1: original? Who's the star of the I Kirk it. Douglas? It's Kirk Douglas. Yeah. I was thinking it was somebody else. No, Kirk shoot. Douglas is in that one. He's in All Quiet on the Western Front. Yep. Well, I don't know I don't know why I was thinking it was um shoot um who's the there's a really famous actor from the the Gary not Gary Cooper No. Jimmy Stewart, Gary Cooper, Randolph Scott. Randolph Scott. Yeah, Yeah, that's who I kept thinking. Okay, Audie Murphy, that's World War II. So it's Kirk Douglas. Yeah, Kirk Douglas is in that one. And it probably hasn't been remade since
0: I don't think so, Hmm. Um, but Hmm. I'll tell you what. If you like war movies, if you like good movies, if you can get past the really grisly stuff, because they get up close and personal a lot in this one, and you really feel like... After doing this, why would the people who were involved in this, because they were 20-year-old boys, why would they ever want to go and start another war just 20 years later? Mm-hmm when they were Mm 40-some. Didn't they learn their lesson? Hmm. I mean, millions and millions and millions died. Well, that's the whole point of this, I guess. It's like,
1: you know, history repeats. Yes, constantly, constantly. We'll be back in a minute. Hang on.
0: Segment four, final segment. Last thing I want to talk about, since we're recording this on Saturday, just before Halloween. Mm. Uh, The other movie that uh, popped up on my screen uh, yesterday was Them, the giant ants. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, I love that movie.
1: It's not a bad movie for its time. You know, we were talking uh, several episodes back about uh, science fiction movies from the 50s. Yeah. And that there's usually, like, this level of schlock. And then there's, like, ones that rise up, like mm-hmm. Forbidden Planet and Day the Earth Stood Still. But as far as, like, giant, like, creature, monster ones or whatever, if I remember correctly, them is not that bad.
0: I love it. And, and maybe because I saw it when I was real... Little, It came out uh, probably when I was about three or four. So I didn't see it then. Oh, okay. But I would have seen it probably shortly thereafter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I just love that movie, especially when the ants end up out of the desert and in Los Angeles, you know, <laughs> yeah. in the viaducts. Yeah. That's my favorite part. The guy in the hospital seeing giant ants and nobody, <laughs> nobody <laughs> believes him. It's just great. And the attitudes, though, are what really got me. Yeah. You know, the female scientist is stepping out of the car. Oh, my skirt got caught on something. <laughs> so it hikes up a little bit. And James Arness and uh, James uh, Whitcomb are like, Oh, that's some duct. Oh, is
1: James Arness in that? Yes. Oh, good. it's funny because he's cause the he,
0: FBI guy.
1: He's in um thing from another uh, world. Or yeah, the, yeah, the movie that I really love. Yeah, he's the monster though in, yep. in that one. Spoiler. So alert. he,
0: uh, so they both, you know, huh. hey, geez, I hope she does house calls. All so. those <laughs> characters
1: from all those fifties <laughs> movies like that are all like interchangeable. There's always oh, gosh, like yeah. you know the the guy and then the the girl character, and sometimes mm-hmm. who she he's, wants like, to protect. Fair. But but she's also she can be like a scientist or a mm-hmm. doctor in mm-hmm. her own right. She didn't have to be a nurse necessarily. Right. But but yeah and but and yes. she
0: and she proves yeah. that she can do it just like a man. Yeah. And know?
1: if I, if I remember correctly, it was the atomic testing out in yes, the desert. Yes, in Alamogordo. Irradiated ants. Yep. And it took them nine <laughs> years to grow that yeah, yeah. big. Yeah.
0: So that that was that was pretty good. I really enjoyed oh, that. That's so great. what I want to do in this last segment
1: though,
0: uh-huh. um, because I know that TMC and a bunch of other channels are running all scary movies and stuff, and one of my friends on Facebook does this thing every year where he watches thirty movies, thirty different horror movies. That's what I've been doing. One a different I'm day. very
1: proud of myself. I've kept up have you really? Yeah, every single day. All right. So what's the scariest one that you've ever seen? Oh, that's very easy because movies don't really scare me, but there's one that to this really? day I've only ever watched once. Uh, I lost hmm. two nights of sleep over it, wow. and I can barely. It took me quite a before oh, you tell me what it is, I got oh, a question okay. for you. Okay, a question. lot of years before I could even really think about it. I it's It used to be hard for me to even say the name of the movie. Wow. Um, and, and very disturbing movie. And, and a lot of people are going to agree with me when, All I, right. when so I say So where did it you is.
0: see it originally?
1: On Showtime. So, so not in the theater? No. Okay. No, because I would have been... Too young to go when see it came such out. a thing right. when it originally. So okay. I saw it more like in the late 70s, very early 80s. All right. What was it? The Exorcist. That one scared you really? Yeah. yeah. But remember, I was, I don't know what I was, 13? 14. So you hadn't like that read yet? the book? No, no. Oh, I still okay. have not. See, I, I, I think wanted that, to on a couple that, different occasions, but I haven't. I think
0: that's why I wasn't afraid so much of that one because I had already read the book, okay. so I kind of knew what was coming up. Yeah. And in my head, yeah. I pictured her head spinning around and the vomit yeah. that, and all that. You in know what my that head, part is? That part it. is
1: silly and doesn't today doesn't look very good. Right, it looks kind of right. fake. But it, a lot of it is the the voice, mm-hmm. the eyes, mm. and that. And 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 what is being said, Mm -hmm. it really got into me. And then I remember reading around that time that supposedly there's subliminal things that the the filmmakers put into it to get into (laughs) people's heads. And then I got really pissed because I thought, wait a minute, that's yeah, not they fair. they took advantage of you. There's yeah. supposedly things in the soundtrack, buried in the soundtrack that are subliminal, and mm-hmm. sometimes things flash at, at such a, a, a quick moment uh, that, rate, that, yeah, that yeah. only your subconscious registers it. I've and heard things that a like million that. times. So I've uh, many times over the year I thought, you know what, I'm going to watch it again, and then I just never do it. Um, even when a few years back they re released it and they added mm-hmm. some stuff to it or whatever, and everybody was going gaga over it again. Yeah. And I still didn't do it. I I don't know. I see I live alone now, so that's not probably a good thing to do. Not for a good to one do. to watch. Yeah. Now see and, and for me,
0: and I saw it on the big screen, but not in the movie theater. Yeah. Uh was Night of the Living Dead, the original.
1: Yeah. I remember you talking about this yeah. before. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I was
0: on a college campus and they were showing it. -hmm. I didn't even know it had been in the theaters ever. Okay. So, this would probably be around 1970, maybe somewhere along in there, 71, something like that. So, I went to see it, but Mm -hmm. I walked, I had to walk from my apartment across a bridge uh, over the Huron River into the Eastern Michigan University campus to see it. Uh huh. And I went alone because I thought, I'd like to go see this one. So, I went alone. And then, after the movie, it was like,
1: holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now
0: i got to walk home. Uh-huh. That side of campus didn't really have a lot of lights. The uh-huh. road there, uh-huh. uh, East Heron River Drive, it didn't have lights. You know, And the road that our uh, apartment complex was on was a road where they had found a couple of bodies oh, great. from the Ann Arbor killer uh, back in the day, back then around wow. 68, 69, yeah, 70. Yeah, that doesn't help
1: things much, does there it? There <laughs> was a young
0: man who had been mm. taking women and killing them, and, and some of the bodies had been dropped on that road. Wow. So all of that was going through my head as I was walking back home. That movie, and I don't think, I don't think I've ever watched it again. Mm-hmm. If I did, it was probably with all the lights on. Mm-hmm. Plus, I don't like zombies that much. Yeah, and we've, and we've that talked about this before. And the good thing was that wasn't really like a. Like a really gory, they couldn't do real gory then
1: because it was in black and white. You know, but for that time, it kind of was. Well, actually. yeah, for that
0: time, it was. Yeah, but they, but you couldn't tell because it was black and white, so you didn't see all this blood that's gushing right, and people's right. brains and stuff like you do now on, right. with, you know, Walking, Walking Dead and all
1: that. But that's that movie is that's where it kind of all started. Like everything going on now, mm-hmm. you can trace back to that movie uh it, they we talked about this in the past too. It they weren't um zombie or z- uh, uh, voodoo zombies. Right. This was that well it was like there's a backstory where like a meteor was falls a meteor, yeah. and some kind of virus or something comes out from space mm-hmm. and it gets into people. But the whole thing about like zombies walking around eating people, it pretty much Almost, I mean, this is that. If I don't think it originated it, but it popularized the idea, oh, I'm and, sure it And did, then yeah. from there on, and then you have all the, I mean, George Romero made how many more, you yeah. know, Dawn of the <laughs> Dead, Day of the Dead? <laughs> That's right, yeah. He remade that see, movie, and I
0: never went to see any of those others, yeah. And and yeah. I wouldn't go see one now, especially in color, although I don't mind watching Interview with a Vampire, which is weird, okay. Because and that's pretty bloody. Yeah, on TV it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you know, never back really in watched the day, Walking Dead. Back in the day, never,
1: ever, okay. ever. Okay, because that's pretty. I think gory. I saw a preview
0: and the preview was gory enough yeah you know yeah. and then the way and then the, of course it just got worse and worse and worse about how you had to kill these things yeah you know it used to be you could just shoot them in the head
1: yeah then, you know <laughs> right. then
0: it got well no you got to actually cut That's the head no off good anymore yeah you know? and yeah. then you, then you get to uh, uh, uh game of thrones and you can't just chop the head off because the rest of the body keeps going now you got to burn them to death <laughs> it, like you know Let's just keep it simple. So that one
1: is okay. one that yeah, that's the scariest one. For Two me. nights ago, uh, uh, on a whim, I watched a, a horror movie from the seventies. I hadn't seen it in a long time, and I said, "I'm just going to watch this." It was the Sentinel. Oh, I read the book. Yeah, I, I never did. Saw the I movie, have, yeah. too, and the book is stupid, and the and it's funny because. I wasn't ever really scared by the movie, but I, I liked it or whatever. I literally laughed through almost that entire did movie you really? just the other <laughs> night. Because now I'm just watching I'm going like, the hell did I see in this movie? The other thing I realized is that I had seen it on network television and I don't think mm. I'd ever seen it uncut. And there's a lot ah, of yeah, very okay. adult things in, in, in that movie. And there's some grossness to it. Yeah. But, but it's like Chris Sarandon is is just the girl herself is not good. Like, I don't know if that was her first mm-hmm. acting job. Chris Sarandon just sort of sleepwalks through the whole thing. Figures. But, but I mean, it was amusing to watch it again. <laughs> and then last night I watched Poltergeist on TCM. Now, I don't think I've ever seen Poltergeist all the way through. Oh, I still like it to you this know? day. It has a f- few moments that I realize now are pretty silly, mm-hmm. but there's actually some very creepy stuff in that movie yeah. to that And that's this another day. one
0: where I read, like, I read that. Mm-hmm. I read the uh, Amityville horror one, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, The Exorcist. I've never that. seen Amityville horror or <laughs> any of those. It's, it's not too bad. I yeah. mean, it kind of follows the book. Yeah, you um, probably read The Omen, and the lots Omen of the movie. Yep, yeah. The Omen. Yeah. And that and that movie actually stayed with the book quite well. And the, that was pretty good too.
1: The 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 whole devil craze of of the 70s yeah devil child yeah and it was kicked off by a movie i watched about a week ago that i watch Mm. every once in a while because i love it to death is rosemary's baby ah okay still to this day what an incredible movie and an incredible novel and the movie follows the novel very closely i did read the book polanski mia farrow uh just, I can't speak more highly about that movie. Everybody in it is so good in that, and it's just done so well. Love that.
0: There are some that I, that I like watching, and I don't even know if they fall into horror or not. I mean, like Christine. I guess it's a horror movie.
1: Yeah, I've written uh, by Stephen uh, King. Yeah, but sure. you know that one's fun. I, I yeah.
0: would watch. You know, I'd watch that one again just because it's the kind car of car trying to kill
1: people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and, sure. oh,
0: and Duel, which I would consider a horror movie having that gigantic truck chasing you down the road. I guess
1: so. Um yeah, I guess so because it's yeah, you don't really ever see the driver right. and you don't know what what is what's That's, dr- moving that thing around. Those along. are the
0: things that scare me now. Yeah. Is anything I will jump uh uh-huh. in the theater. If something comes out of the dark all of a sudden, okay. If that's there's a, anything see, like that,
1: that's a jump scare, and I always right, think it those is. are totally unfair. That's not creepy or scary. That's a jump scare. So you're don't count that as no. <laughs> okay, no, that's okay. why I don't like haunted houses at ah. Halloween time because they're almost all today jump scares, jump scares yeah. and you know what you can get anybody with a jump scare sorry for well that. you can you can <laughs> but when you get to get something really creepy that gets into your head mm-hmm. and not real quick like a jump scare and really bother you on on a level like the exorcist mm-hmm. did that's to me, yeah. a real horror, and, and the scary only
0: uh, the only haunted house I've ever been to like that was outside. Mm-hmm. j c's ran it in Lima, ohio. The it was haunted in the house. forest. well, that's an interesting
1: concept. I and like they had that.
0: hidden all over the forest stuff. Uh-huh. And a guy in a cloak with a lantern mm-hmm. was walking you through this path. And I then like you would hear idea. People running through the leaves, but oh, you couldn't see them. Yeah, you couldn't see them. Okay,
1: see that's creepy. Okay,
0: and then you would get near this tree, and the body would drop out of it. Yeah, okay, uh, you that's know, or a grave a would scare. open yeah, up. Yeah. Well, that's or you'd good go too. into this place where on both sides of you was chicken wire and the insane people were on the other side of the chicken wire <laughs> right. with just enough uh-huh. arm to, uh-huh. to, to uh-huh. reach uh, you know all right. but that the outside kind of part fun. was really the cool part because the whole thing was outside in mm-hmm. the woods you had no idea yeah. if you heard a noise if it was somebody behind you or if there was somebody in I the like, forest I like
1: that yeah especially if you kind of see things at a distance that's and you how go, it was like something running between the trees exactly and it's like it what was. is that All right, folks.
0: There's the music. It means we're finished for the week. Hey, thanks a lot for joining us. Appreciate it. You can always subscribe, listen, and download at the iHeartRadio app, which is free for your smartphone or your iPhone, or online, actually, too. And we'll be back again next week. We try to sit down every week, schedules permitting, and give you a little bit of what we've seen over the week. Go see on Netflix, All Quiet on the Western Front. Thanks for joining us on Comic Chaos. Plus.